0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Uplift Him. It's a new online experience and community to help men who are facing the loneliness or isolation that a porn habit feeds. Be a part of a bi-weekly and quick 30-minute online session giving you the tools to improve your living with subject experts. You'll get tips and find out ways to carry your mind, body, and spirit into new places that you probably haven't even thought of yet. You'll not only learn, you'll meet those experts and others who seek help and need community. Join the community by just going to Uplifthim36.com. That's Uplifthim36.com. If the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. Welcome to the Free Indeed Podcast, where we believe in freedom, reaching everyone, everywhere. Here's your host, Mike Hansen. Welcome to Episode six I almost said seven. I don't know why. This is episode 12. Well, seven was so long ago. I know. and It just flows off the tongue. Episode seven. Episode 12 doesn't exactly flow. But I'm sure
1: somebody's binge listening, though, so they probably... Right. They started, oh, yeah, maybe. They, That's they, true. Maybe episode they, they got seven
0: there. might have been in two hours ago for that person. Who knows? But we are at episode 12 of the free Indeed podcast. I am your host, Mike Hansen, And uh, kind of across the room, I wouldn't call it across. cross. It's more like... Just on the other side of that table, there countertop that we're here. There's Kirk. Yeah. So
1: we got a stack of Jenga
0: game right here between us. Oh yeah, yeah. We've been not playing that since we started recording all these episodes so if today. To be crash! You'll know what. Yeah, was <laughs> lost because there it would be wood crashing onto marble, which yeah. would be a pretty loud yeah. process. So here we are with episode uh, twelve of our Free Indeed podcast, and I am really, really, really enjoying doing these podcasts with you, man. And this has been great to hear your insights, your your growth your understandings and these questions that I throw at you, you just, you choose not to prepare at all. Well, that's a good thing. And cause we, we want to, we want to be real. Uh, we want to be real with ourselves, each other. And of course the person listening on the other end, cause that's who we're doing this for. We're not doing this for ourselves. Um, but we want to, um, continue with our, our simple little format. If you've never listened to an episode, we, uh, I say we all the time. I mean me, I ask the question, <laughs> Because me, that's me. I'm the life coach guy. Mm -hmm. And maybe by the time this has actually been uh, published, uh, I will have had my certification because I'm one step away from taking that certification uh, test or core knowledge assessment is what it's called. But what I do is I ask a question of Kirk and he just, uh, we spend the next little while unfolding and unwrapping that, that answer to that question through a lot of dialogue. And with our last episode, uh, it went some different directions on life and purpose. And all we were started off talking about was how do you fill your, how do you help with um, thoughts? Today's question may or may not do the same thing. Who knows? All right. We are ready to ask. I know I'm ready to ask the question. I don't know if Kirk is ready to answer the question. Is Kirk ready over there? um sure all right i'm gonna go with yes yes kirk uh, what role does exercise play in your freedom none none <laughs> the podcast is over i just want to see if you're your the podcast is done Boom, yeah. see you next
1: time episode 12 you the 11's in the book we're done roll the credits um tell the fans you got to talk now that's right um exercise wow um you know we are physical beings the same way we are uh mental, uh, emotional, spiritual. I mean, that is part of kind of who we are. We're mind, body, and spirit. We're holistic beings. And your physicalness, your your physical body is 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 very important in 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 my experience in terms of the journey, uh the journey that is freedom. And I say that because for me is, and it's probably one of the, it's also the hardest to, to change, if you will. It's the hardest to Kaizen. It's the hardest to, to, uh, to build habits around because our body is demanding. And, and in, in a lot of ways, our body, when, when you have, you know, you can have a weak mind and having a weak mind normally means your body controls your mind. Your body tells you what to do. When to get up, when to go to bed, what to eat, when to sleep, um, what to consume etc, etc, etc. For me, specifically, uh, um, past pornography addiction, there's a lot of there, you know, my body was craving that my body was craving uh, the effects of the chemical pharmacy that pornography was producing. And you know, when when my body was under stress, for example, you know, stress has a chemical name, and that chemical name is cortisol. And if you ever do any research on cortisol, it's pretty destructive to the human body. We weren't made to live in a cortisol-induced state as a, as just the norm. Well, if you live in America, you pretty much live in a cortisol hot tub. I mean, we our, our culture is just based on stress, and we don't even realize some of the inherent stress that we have. Bad stress. Bad stress yeah. that we put on ourselves. Just, I mean, just destructive stress. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you clarified that because there is good stress, but yep. um, but yeah, and so you know th- there is a physical component to that. Now, when I experience heavy doses of cortisol and the effects of that, something like oxytocin can counterbalance the effects of cortisol. So, where you know, do we get oxytocin? Well, oh, we get oxytocin from a few places, primarily. Uh, for a lot of us, we get oxytocin from you know from sexual expression or sexual connection or sexual arousal or fulfillment or whatever you want to call it
0: that 's one of the sources we get oxytocin um well, for the person listening that 's probably a big source of probably op- a, a, a huge source it's of a oxytocin. pleasure um, it 's not a drug what am i trying to say it 's a pleasure uh I have no idea what you're trying in to say. our brain yeah. it causes us to experience pleasure <laughs> yeah. and that 's what gets released into our brain um When a woman is induced, it's pitocin, which is a a related drug that helps induce labor. uh, But then oxytocin shows up in the mom's brain when the baby's born because it's such a pleasure. It's such an amazing experience.
1: It also exists between mother and baby in huge amounts during nursing, which is one of the reasons why nursing is so important. But if you were to look up... Uh, if you were to research the effects of cortisol and then research the effects of oxytocin, you would find that they are essentially the complete opposite. So I like to say that oxytocin is kind of the antidote to cortisol. Um, and, and so, yeah, if you can find a source for oxytocin, that's very beneficial if your body is used to high levels of cortisol in an unhealthy way. And so, you know, we took the long way around the mountain to get to the point of, you know, of, of where where uh, physical exertion or exercise, if you will, um, comes into play in terms of the road of freedom. Exercise is one of the ways that you can help mitigate the effects of cortisol on your body. Exercise is a great outlet for stress, uh, a phenomenal outlet for stress. I mean, it's one of the ways that you can, like I said, you can help release some of that stress. stress. Cortisol happens to be stored in muscles, believe it or not. And so when you can exert strength and when you can you know work your muscles you're actually squeezing out some of that stored up cortisol and so um and, and so being able to exercise being able to um to help regulate the effects of cortisol is huge exercise also just benefits your your physicalness your body and in america you know it's one of those things that and I think we're getting close to either the haves or the have nots in terms of the physicalness. So on one hand, you have the gym rats, the meatheads, you know, the people that are in the gym and, and you know, just into the heart. And then you have on the other side, the couch potatoes. And, um, now just because you're in the gym doesn't mean you're free. You know, there are a lot of guys in the gym that, that, um, that really struggle with with you know something like pornography. I mean, if just being a gym rat was it, then you know then it would be a one dimensional solution, which it's not. But being able to exercise is huge. So in our you know in our work worship and word format, you know the 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 point system, there's that's the reason why you know being able to um, to strengthen your body is is worth five points uh, as opposed to the other two worth in three. and three. So um, just because being able to Exercise just helps you in so many different ways. I mean, exercise—you can stimulate dopamine, you can stimulate your own endorphins, you can stimulate, um, you know, just just all kinds of things that can help you. Can actually grow your brain. Um, you can actually in, you can actually produce new brain cells. I mean, you know, you can. I mean, there's so many benefits to exercise. As a matter of fact. Uh, there's a research study that I actually have in my book, and I think it was Duke University that, that did this research study that said that um, I think it was 30 minutes of, of exercise of cardio with a warm-up and a cool-down was equivalent to the standard standard dosage of Zoloft. Um, I've heard of that study. And so, you know, you can you can help medicate depression. I mean, there's so many different benefits to to exercise, and that's why every doctor will tell you you know that exercise is good. Go exercise. No doctor is going to say, "Hey, I think you need to not exercise. I think you need to go sit on the couch and eat flaming hot Cheetos and watch reality TV." No doctor is going to tell you that. But you know, so exercise is is absolutely you know beneficial. And and in terms of the road to freedom, the main way I found exercise being beneficial in terms of freedom from pornography is being able to to help regulate. And, and cope the effects of, of cortisol that we all live in, that every single one of us, of, of us lives in. And so that, that's how, that was a very long answer, but that's how, to me, exercise has been very important.
0: Has exercise helped you, for instance, in a moment of temptation? Oh, yeah. I
1: tell guys all the time, if you're tempted to go look at porn, start doing push-ups until that temptation goes away. And, and I've had guys come back and say, man, that works. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, it works. You know, just just get out on the floor and do push-ups. I mean, it is that simple. In that moment of, oh, I really want to go look, I really want to go look, literally get out on the floor and just do push-ups until you're not tempted anymore. I guarantee you it won't take long. It'll take a, lot, a whole lot less time than you think. And then, oh, by the way, you're actually doing something beneficial. Um, you're doing something beneficial to your body. So, yeah, it absolutely, it helps in a moment of temptation like like, like nothing. I mean, just being able to do it. But being able to do that proactively, being able to exercise before you even get tempted – Again, one of the reasons why you get tempted is because you're looking for an out. You're looking for a medication to help regulate what's going on in your body. So if you can help to alleviate the effects of cortisol, then you're, you know, that can also help with just your whole notion of being tempted. If if your belly is full, then you're probably not going to go, you know, raiding in the refrigerator. And so, you know, it's that's why the lions in the in the in the zoo don't attack the lion tamers because they keep the lions full. <laughs> yep. They feed them lions. Them lions ain't hungry. So if your lion ain't hungry, you know, then then uh, then maybe that'll help you with, you know, with your acting out or with that with that lion wants to wants to go wants to go kill or wants to go consume or wants to go stalk. Mm-hmm.
0: Has exercise always been a part of your adult life?
1: No, not at all, not at all. Matter of fact, I actually, I wasn't even trying to lose weight, and I lost fifty five pounds. Um, I wasn't trying to lose weight. All I was trying to do was get free from porn, and and in that process, just by, and I didn't become a gym I've, I haven't had a gym membership in I don't know how many years, um, and so and I'm not trying to become. Uh, A Navy SEAL. I'm not trying to become a American ninja warrior, gladiator, whatever. I'm not trying to do none of that. I'm just trying to implement just some regular targeted, you know, breaking of a sweat, and I call sweat freedom juice. And and just by doing that, you know, over the course of I don't know maybe a year or a little bit longer or something like that, year, year and a half, I lost 55 pounds. And like I said, I did not, I did not join a gym. I did not have any kind of set, you know regiment i didn't have a personal trainer i didn't take any magic pill or nothing like that i was literally just working on my freedom and 55 pounds later and and i've kept it off i mean i fluctuate you know up and down within a 10 pound range but you know even at this you know i've never been farther than 50 pounds less than what i was i went from 235 to, to, uh, to 180 and um and so you know like i said even when i fluctuate up and down I'm still never far off that I've had the same size jeans for the
0: last couple of years. So, if if someone's listening and, and um, they really do want to break free from freedom, how you know wh- what what would you tell them? I'm sorry, did I say break free from freedom? Yeah, I was gonna I was
1: gonna let you slide,
0: but <laughs> I'm glad you caught it. I was about to give myself enough rope to hang myself a little further on that one there. Uh, someone who's looking to find freedom and break free from pornography. Uh, what would you tell them to do in order to just to, to start if if they don't even know where to start um, when it comes to exercise? Uh,
1: when it comes to exercise, go outside and take a walk. That's it. Yeah. Go outside. There are benefits to just going for a walk. I mean, especially on a nice day with the sunlight. Man, you get free vitamin D just by walking. You know, you get fresh air. I mean, you get oxygenated. You just get out and get physical. Just go for a walk. And then go for a walk, you know, a, a day later, a couple days later. And then, you know, then maybe at some point, and it doesn't even have to be every day. You know, few, few, three, four times a week, you know, if that. You know, do it at lunch. Just go for a walk. You got people that take smoke breaks all day long. And so you take walk breaks. I'm taking an oxygen break. I'm, right. not, I'm not taking a nicotine. I'm taking an oxygen. So I'm just going to walk around a block. It doesn't have to be a long distance. It doesn't have to be anything. You don't have to go out and run a 10K today or this year. Just go for a walk. That's it. Start there. Do something. Something is better than nothing. But just do something, and that something can just be taking a walk a couple, few times a week. And then maybe one day you'll get inspired. You know what? I'm going to walk faster. Maybe I'm going to do the same walk, and I'm going to see, you know, in the same distance around my office or or whatever development or whatever it is, you know, around the same. I'm going to see if I can go faster than I did yesterday just by just at all. I'm just going to speed up a little bit. And then maybe, you know, maybe next week I'm going to see if I can, as opposed to, okay, I did it, you know, twice this week. Next week, I wonder if I can do it three times. You know, I wonder if I can go walking three times. And then you'll find that all of a sudden you can begin to challenge yourself in something as small as going for a walk. And, and trust me, at some point that walk will turn into a jog. And that jog can turn into just another jog. You know, and and that jog will turn and, you know, and again, this is small, measurable change projected out over time. You don't have to do it right away. If it took you 20, 30, 40 years to get into this trap, it's not going to take you. It's going to take you a whole lot longer than, you know, 20 days, 30 days, 40 days to get out of it. You know, but at the same time, you can gradually work your way out of it, man. And, and you know, I mean, you and I have done 14ers out here in Colorado you know, and the one of the first ones I did, I failed doing it. I'd stopped halfway up. And then we went back and we did that same one. And, and, I, remember. and I did it. You know, but in between those two, there was some, you know, there was some work. There was some development of that. There was some, you know, some, some 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 exercise in that whole thing. And And, yeah, I mean, most places where you live, there's opportunities to get outside and do some work. I don't personally go to a gym because – uh, for a lot of reasons. For one, I can save money by not. And for two, a lot of times gyms can offer their own version of temptation. Oh, yeah. That I don't necessarily, and that doesn't mean I'll never join a gym or I'll never go to a gym. Maybe one day I will. But, you know, at the same time, like I said, I never joined a gym throughout that whole process. I, most of the work I did was in my floor, in my basement, just with a DVD program or one of those ones you see, you know, on infomercials and stuff. There's apps all there's free apps everywhere on cell phones you know there's i mean where you can you know free workout apps where it'll challenge you like a, a plank workout app or you know there's several of them that you know that will walk you through fifteen or twenty minutes of of workout and and they'll track your progress i mean there's so many opportunities to to just do something, but
0: doing something is important just something I know that leads me to my next question then so what about the element of control how does that play into the importance of physical exercise. What do you mean by control? Um, I, I can make kind of an assumption, but I still want to make it a question. But when we on purpose decide differently than consuming porn, we decide instead to go exercise something. That's a form of self-control. It's a form of making a much better choice and then demonstrating our own uh, ability and our own way to control control. What we do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like
1: a, a free will kind of thing. And personally, I like the mentality of I don't want to focus on what I don't want to do. I want to put focus on what I do want to do. And so, you know, I mean, that that was Paul's frustration in the Bible. I, you know, I, I do what I don't want to do and what I don't want to do. I do. And, oh, what a wretched man. You know, I, I want to focus on a win, not a loss. And so if I if I set a physical goal and I can go chase that. Then my focus is on that, not, not looking at porn. And, and by that, I can exercise my free will to choose to do the right thing. And yeah, then, then I'm reinforcing positive loops in my brain to choose to do the right thing, to say, you know what? I'm going to choose to do what I want to do. I'm not going to white knuckle it and try to play defense. I want to be on offense. Playing offense is a whole lot more fun than playing defense in terms of, in terms of this battle, this struggle, whatever. We got football on here in the background. You know, when your offense is on the field, you're pretty much dictating when the play starts. You dictate what's going to happen on that play, and the defense has to react. You know, and even when they, even when a defense you know we're talking American football here, but even when the def- when they blitz, they're still trying to guess, and they're still trying to cause you to react. But you have a play called, and so. You know, to be able to have that level of control in your life of I'm going to control what I can control. And what I can control is getting my butt up off the couch and getting out in these streets and doing some work or getting in the floor and doing some pushups or some planks or something. I mean, it doesn't even have to be any kind of like I said, any kind of heavy, crazy routine, but just doing something. Can you do a five minute plank? I mean, you know, that that's a challenge. That's you know, a challenge. <laughs> can you do that? I mean, and guess what? Guess how you do a five minute plank if you can't. What if you start doing a 30 second plank? Exactly. (laughs) And what if you keep doing 30 second planks until you can do a minute plank? And, you know, so I mean, you get the point. And so the whole point is I'm going to wake up with purpose and with intention, and I'm going to set the intention on what I don't want to do. And in a physical realm, that comes down to, you know, I'm going to get out, I'm going to do something, I'm going to, I'm going to go for a jog, I'm going to go for a run. And there's always going to be reasons why not to. There's always going to be something that comes up that's, ah, I got this. I got that. I got another reason to not. Well, find reasons to do. And then you'll find that you have way more control than you thought. And that little thing that pops into your head of maybe I should go click on my favorite website. No, what if I go do some push-ups? Or what if I work on my plank goal? I mean, what if I set a goal for myself in the next 30 days I'm going to work up to a five-minute plank? It's a pretty good goal. And planks are actually really healthy for your core and for your body.
0: That makes kind of causes me to think of another question here. And that is, has exercise or have you created any goals? Did you create goals as you started out with, with your exercise routines that then translated into being, if, if you saw those work, how did they, did they translate into, I can achieve something here now I can achieve something else in another part of my life.
1: Yeah, I, I mean when it, when I first started on all that it was literally one of those at-home workout programs, the one of the pop in a DVD once a day kind of thing. And and to me, it was the progress of that. I was focused on the effort, not the results. And and so for me, if I put in the effort, the results will take care of themselves. And I found that, you know, that just putting in the effort was rewarding, and I began to reward myself as I put in that effort. And so even today, I'm really heavy into rewarding myself when I do something. And so when I do something I want to do, and when I do something that is good and is, you know, there's, there's neurological science behind creating those reward loops. That's what part of your brain is. It's a reward part of your brain. Um, and so, um, and so, yeah, I tend to focus more on the effort and let the results take care of themselves. Like I said, I wasn't even trying to lose weight. I was just trying to you know, begin the habit of waking up and doing a workout program in the morning or whatever it was. And then, yeah. And then when you see the results, it's pretty cool. Then all of a sudden people start looking at you like you look different or are you losing weight or whatever? It's kind of funny, but for the longest time, my kids thought I was sick. (laughs) They thought I was like really sick because I was losing all this weight. And, um, but they wouldn't say anything to me and, you know, come to find out, you know, way later, you know, that, uh, you know, I forgot how it came up one day and they go, yeah, that we we thought you were just like really sick. And people that haven't seen me in a while, my driver's license picture doesn't even look like me. And, you know, yeah. But yeah, people that didn't see me over for a while over that time period, you know, when they saw me, it's like, wow. But yeah, in terms of goals and that kind of stuff, my goal was to just create the habit and you create the habit and the results will take care of themselves. Just like a porn habit. You create that habit, the results yeah. <laughs> will take care of itself.
0: You have you given any thought to the idea of our bodies are not our own and that our bodies are bought with a price uh we don't belong to ourself. Any thoughts on that in terms of uh God values us in a way that we may not understand.
1: Yeah. And I think our bodies are yeah, from a from a spiritual aspect, from a faith aspect, absolutely in terms of taking care of your body is almost like uh, you know, taking care of what what God gave you kind of thing and you know, that body not being your own and that body, you know, but our bodies are, are, our bodies are always changing, but this existence in our bodies is temporary. So what do you do with that? What do you do with this thing while you have it? And yeah, the fittest guy in the world is going to die one day. Right. But you know, but at the same time, the fittest guy in the world is probably going to have a better quality of life while he was alive than, than the guy who didn't take care of his body. And so yeah, in terms of the body, I, I personally, I personally, I, I look at it more from a you know having more control over my body and having more control over you know my brain telling my body what to do and not my body telling my brain what to do.
0: Yeah, I will say uh, one of the reasons why porn for me became and it was it was such a issue, such a problem, was because it it really comes down to appetite. Mm-hmm. You know, if you believe the Bible story. We, our first parents fell because they gave in to appetite. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, especially us guys, it's around the appetite of, and it all comes back to consuming. Mm-hmm. That's what appetite is. It just feeds. A, a cons- a- appetite is all about consuming something and never giving back anything and never giving away anything. And I've, God has specifically told me, you know, Mike, you need to, you know, for me, my appetite, I like sweets, I like eating. And I've tried to really curb that part of it because I all, I know they're related, they're related, and there's probably not it's probably not too much of a, a leap to say if, if someone has a a porn problem they probably they might even have an eating problem or a sweets problem. I mean I that they the case probably for have me. a no problem, <laughs>
1: right? In terms of saying no to their body,
0: yep. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. it's regulating what goes into your body for one thing, because then how your body responds and how. You want to treat that that one body you've got for this one life in a different way. I think that's really important for us to get is, you know, God did make us mind, body, and spirit. We're entire beings. And so we don't just try to change out what we take into our mind by what we see, what we listen to, uh, and then what we experience around us. Uh, we take – we need to – we need to regulate what we do with our body in order to make it function at its best level. I, I temptation sometimes, and you you're just talking about this, not just sometimes. It takes, uh, it, it gets disarmed when we, um, when we uh, push our bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can absolutely
1: take action. And actually, I didn't really thought about this a whole lot, but in the past anyway. But yeah, temptation, the way you put it, gets disarmed when you take action towards that temptation. Yeah. Now, does it get disarmed because you satisfied that temptation or does it get disarmed because you you redirected that temptation. You redirected that to something else. And yeah, I mean in terms of appetite, you know appetite is the desire for whatever it is that you like to consume or that you consume. And if you you know, when you if you drink more water, you'll gain an appetite for water. Right. I mean, that's one of the things that, you know, it's whatever you consume, you We talked about this. And so, you know, and so, yeah, when, when you experience that temptation, what do you do with that? It will get satisfied in some kind of way in most cases. Um, And and in, in, in a lot of, especially when it comes to porn consumption, when you have that temptation, okay, I'm here, I'm tempted right now. What am I going to do with this? If you don't do anything, but white knuckling and play defense, you're probably going to give in at some point in time. And that's also why I don't count days You know, the, the, the whole notion of how long have you been free or how long, you know, when's the last, what's your date, what's your sobriety date? I just don't believe in that personally, because for one, I don't want to focus on the last time I screwed up. I don't want to focus on my last failure. But then on top of that, you know, I'm not focusing on what I, my past, I'm focusing on my future and what I want to do, not what I don't want to do. And so, you know, so when it comes to, you know, that's just my personal philosophy you know, I can tell people around when it was like the season, you know, um, but the season in the year. But but in terms of the date, you know, it's been, you know, three thousand six hundred and twenty two days. Well, to me, all you're doing is playing defense and you just counting the number of days until you screw up again. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, no, I'm, you no, know, no, that's just not the way I operate. I don't I don't I don't live like that, but I just don't want to play defense. I'd rather play offense. So when I get tempted, what am I going to do about it? Right. I'm not a victim to that temptation.
0: Yeah, we can kind of say bottom line is I don't give in. Okay, yes, yes, true. If you don't give in, what are you going to do about it next time? I think uh, having a plan is huge, number one you know, it's not a matter of if, but when we're going to be tempted again. Right. And it's a matter of how do we react? And then as you said, this, this, a whole concept of Kaizen where we have small measurable change projected out over time. Yeah. And I have discovered I'm trying to lose weight as well. I try to watch my calorie intake every single day and I'm trying to still battle against just being not overweight, but just borderline. And I, I want to be, Lighter than I am now, especially climbing up the side of these mountains around here. I hate trying to carry around hundred and eighty pounds It's plus the backpack you know it the idea is um that you know you you watch what you do, you take care of what you do, and uh it does take time though is the thing you can't hurry up something like losing weight or getting yourself yeah. into shape
1: yeah T- time is is key in giving yourself that time. I think it's important to point out that temptation is not sin. That Jesus was tempted but never sinned. So the fact that you were tempted, because a lot of guys will get that confused. A lot of guys will think that because I was tempted, oh, man, I'm such a bad person. Oh, I can't believe I thought that. Oh, I can't believe I wanted that. Oh, I can't believe I had that flashback. I can't believe that I actually desired that thing. Being tempted is not a sin. It's not bad. I mean, you don't have to pray for forgiveness for being tempted, I mean, in terms of the acting out of the sin, it's not a sin. It's two totally different things. I mean, it's, you know, being tempted, part of being tempted is being human. And if you're tempted, it's, it's, it's you know, it's the, your humanist, your flesh, your body kind of calling out for something that, that, that maybe, you know, your spirit doesn't want. But a lot of guys get that. They, the, the fact that they're tempted can easily lead them down a negative path of, of shame because they were tempted, but I think it's important to point out that
0: temptation is not a sin exactly. Um, I'm just wanting to kind of re- wind this down, but the idea that um, you know our bodies are where our mind is is housed, and fundamentally, I think it, what we're we're talking about here is, as you said a couple of times, it is the idea that we we need to have our mind tell our body what to do, not the other way around yeah. and the the appetite. If it's going to rule us, it's going to kill us eventually. And guess what?
1: Part of God is in our bodies. I mean, the Holy Spirit is inside of us. Exactly. And so you, you, have, you have the creator of the universe inside of you. So you are stronger than you even know and you have that power inside of you to be able to, to resist, to be able to, to push back. And even the whole notion of resisting to me is not passive, it's active. Active resistance is like pushing back. And so, you know, you have that. You have God inside of you. If, if you've accepted Jesus, you got God inside of you. That is an extremely powerful position to live from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you are designed to win. Like, you have creation inside of you. You have part of God himself living inside of you. That is dope. That is awesome.
0: Yep. And you want to maximize the house that God lives in, and that is our body. So that's the big idea behind what we're talking about here today. And one of the things as I segue into my little advertisement portion here is I believe exercising, and we did talk about this, is literally you take steps. You take one step to get out the door. You take the next step to get to the end of your driveway. And I believe very powerfully in taking small, measurable steps, small steps, because they will literally change the trajectory of your life. That's the philosophy behind my coaching practice. I believe every single one of us is just one step away from taking uh, that direction towards purpose, direction, and meaning for their lives. And so with that, unless you have anything else you'd like to say, the look on your face says,
1: okay, you're saying saying this is a dope man. This is is awesome, man. We're one step away. That's right. One One step step away, away,
0: man. With that, this is episode 12 of the free Indeed podcast. Take that next step, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Free Indeed Podcast. Visit FreeIndeed36.com for more resources with deeper information and upcoming events. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery.